The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. All right, Farrell on the bench with Mafia. I couldn't help but turn on the Dodger Padre series at Chavez Ravine. Darvish on the hill, one out, runner on second, bets. Dodgers down uh, 2-1, Turner at the plate. Darvish against Kershaw. Does it get any better than that in baseball? No, it does not, sir. But I got my eyes on this now. And I'm watching that Nugget Warrior game. I, I can only do so much. I mean, I can only take so much action. Turner strikes out two outs now. Darvish throwing filthy. So anyway, Mafia, I would be remiss if I didn't. Uh, I didn't have a chance really to enjoy the greatness of the stories today on Coast to Coast. The funny stories. You got to admit they were great. And uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to prove it right now by reviewing some of them with you. I think it's more important. And we're also going to talk about UFC 261 in this hour. Very excited about that. By the way, I thought it was great having Bruce Buffer on the TV show today. Bruce is an old friend, and uh, I've known his brother, Michael, forever. And uh, he used to do the opening of my radio show. And that's really a tough thing to accomplish, is getting him to do a... uh, you know, rumble play by play for you. Because if you use his, uh, you know, famous line, you'll get a call from a lawyer. It's no joke. He's got that trademark copywritten, the whole deal. It's his. You're not allowed to use it. People say it all the time. They get sued. All I know is he never did that to me. He was cool to me. He he did the open of uh, For All Events. I know you've heard it a bunch of times, Mafia. It's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, he used to do the opening of my show. And uh, he did an entire, it was like a, I don't know, 90-second thing. And it was great. He introduced everybody on the show, all the, the producers. And then he introduced me. And it was just like a fight. It was really cool. And now it's funny because, you know, he and, and Bruce do those things. They'll do... Uh, you can hire him to do, you know, a birth of a kid. <laughs> he does weddings. He does he does the intros for everything. It's just the greatest thing. Like, conference meetings, <laughs> you know what I mean? He does everything. And uh, if you've ever seen Bruce Buffer do like a baby birth or a or a wedding, it is the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life. I mean to tell you, it is fantastic. So um Anyway, I pray to God Mafia is still there or he's found his way back. You're here. What happened, Mafia? You all right? Did you get hit by a yeah, car? Yeah, a little loose cord fall out. But I was saying that, you know, it's insane that you got to do that back in the day because that's when it really started, I think, when 
you know, the, the lawsuits started coming out of anybody who tried to use his line. So for him to do that for you for free, you know, gratis, hooking you up like that was a big thing. He must have really liked you. Yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't have time today to uh, talk to Bruce about it much, but I would have loved to have seen him uh, do, you know, do something for us. Uh, but either or, uh, he's really cool. And it was great having him on the show today. But anyway, they got this big card tomorrow night in Jacksonville, sold out, fans. They're not even making people wear masks. Down in Florida, there's no such thing as COVID. We welcome in our radio affiliates, SiriusXM, Satellite Partners, Channel 204. You can find me every day at 4 p.m. East and 10 East, 1 West and 7 West. There you go. Also, uh, Mighty Year 1090 in San Diego and Southern California. Yeah, yeah, should do a bit near to you. Wanna do you wanna do you wanna? And then Sports Map and Sports Byline Radio Networks, Armed Forces Radio all over the globe. Hoorah, soldier, hoorah. It's Pharrell on the bench on a pain-free Friday with Mafia. 844-843-6879 is the number to get benched. Anyway, so we'll talk about the UFC with Mafia in a minute, but I did want to go through some of these again because I never really had a time uh, or a chance to enjoy them. We, I was in such a hurry. On the TV show today, I had to haul ass and do these stories. And I don't think that the fans and the audience got the full gravity of it. I, I don't feel like they have uh, experienced what they should have experienced. It's an emotional release to hear these stories and to uh, have a reaction to them. So I'm going to do them again. Former NFL player Mike Clausen. <laughs> reportedly caught cheating on his wife months after they wrote a book about staying together despite his constant cheating. How fabulous is that? Your boy, good old Mike, he decides, uh, you know, he's got to get some side piece going. And then he, he cheats on his wife all the time. And then uh, they write a book about it, about his philandering. And then uh, they write a book about still staying together despite this guy cheating all the time. And now he's been caught cheating again on his wife after they just released the book about staying together despite his cheating ways. It's unbelievable. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost.
So, Pharrell on a bench with Mafia. The Padres are up 2-1 on the Dodgers in the top of the fourth. Two outs, Kershaw's dealing, but down a run. So, a man filled uh, his bowling ball with his father's ashes, Mafia, and then bowls a perfect game. <laughs> I mean, what's happening here? The guy fills the ball with his dad's ashes and then rolls it through 300. I, I guess mean, his bounce was it, just off and a little extra weight there. Do you think that, like, the ashes are flying out of the three holes? <laughs> I mean, as the ball's rolling down the, the lane? I hope not. I would assume you... that he kind of put, a, you know, a different hole in there and capped it afterwards. But, hey, who knows? How do you, I, I mean, how do you put your father's ashes in a bowling ball? I mean, don't most people, like, go somewhere and, you know, crop dust? They do the whole ocean or the creek or the river or the mountain or the field or the stream they do it like at a special place stadium like the you know notre dame stadium or something you go somewhere iconic yankee stadium but now you got the guy with the bowling ball filled with his dad's ashes i've seen it all more importantly he had a, a perfect game a woman that never leaks otherwise you're gonna get you know that dumped over little hands with those little hand blowers Eddie Slane's going to be like puffing in the air like LeBron James with the uh, talcum powder before games all over, getting everyone's beer and pretzels and stuff. You know what I mean? When is the last time you went bowling, Mafia? Oh, probably over a year ago when my daughter was down last. Wow, you got me. I haven't gone bowling in like 30 years. I can't remember ever going bowling. Did we ever go bowling? Maybe... Uh... Didn't we go to like some kind of, I think you guys went to some after hours bowling place once when we worked on Stern, didn't you? Uh, I don't think I did, no. Anyway, well, a woman in Pennsylvania charged for entering a neighbor's home while uh, naked and stealing beer. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. Some naked chick walking through my house, grabbing a cold one, just trying to have a freshie. I mean, what's the problem? Depends what she looks like. Well, I mean, of course, if she smokes Show City, everybody's happy. I'd be like going down for a glass of water or something in the middle of the night, and I run into some smoke show nude going rifling through my Ferrella pub for a can of beer. Carver High wouldn't let anyone take his beer. What about you, Mafia, with all your IPAs? Would you let some naked chick steal your beer naked in your kitchen when you're sleeping with your wife upstairs? Probably not. You know, it depends on which one it is for sure. You know, if it's, I do have some of the, you know, the just generic regular types, you know, the Miller and Bud Lights for when my dad and you know, other people come over. But if it's one of my good ones, one of like the $12, you know, 15% ones, no, I'm not going to be okay with that. Those are special occasions, not for random nude intruders. And then you don't give your own family the good beers, I noticed. They don't like it. I try. I try to give them, you know, a better palate, better taste profile. But no, they just go for the cheap stuff. That's too bad. Uh, a house rented in the Hamptons for $2 million mafia for the summer, 20000 a night. I want to know how you were able to pull off that deal. <laughs> I, would do, I said I did the yard work instead. I mean, yeah, no, you know, all the great finances I have working here at Sports Grid, how could I not spend it and share the love and go vacation? I mean, it's ridiculous. You can't stay here all the time. Yeah, go get a little sun in the Hamptons. Where is it? Is the Hamptons is out on the end of Long Island, right? Yes, it is. It's like that. What was that? Uh, I forget the name of that. Uh, like two hours out from the city, if you don't hit traffic. It's, 
It's out by like Montauk and all that, right? Yeah, Montauk's the North Fork, the Hamptons are the South Fork. Well, there you go. That's very exciting. I wouldn't go there if you paid me. Uh, I'm not a Hamptons kind of guy. Don't they have their collars up and stuff like that out there, the preppies? You don't want to go to Pity rich... he did his white parties out there and everything like that? Yeah, like rich people. Oh, yeah. Rich, stuffy, terrible people. I think Howard has a place out there. Uh, anyway, I, I don't go to the Hamptons. Sorry. Uh, I also, you know, don't eat cheese. Uh, a married teacher banned from, this is one of my favorites, Mafia. A married teacher banned from the uh, classroom after taking students to a strip club, drinking booze with them, and exposing himself to his female colleague during a school field trip. What a guy. Uh, nothing like taking the kids on the field trip down to the strip club at the Magic City. <laughs> Guys down there having a few drinks. Pulls his I like pants how they put down. in there. Married teacher. It sounds like guy, you know, married teacher getting divorced takes his, you know, guys to that. I don't think a regular happy married teacher is like, hey, we're on a field trip. Let's go to the strip club and drink in the middle of the day. I think that's the guy getting kicked out of the house because the wife got sick and he's like, you know what? Screw it. I got nothing else to lose. Let's go see some, you know, boobies. Do you remember when I, um, do you remember in the, because uh, I used to get in all kinds of trouble going to strip clubs. Uh, scores and all the rest. I can't even remember the names of the other ones. I knew all the, you know, you remember I knew all the strip club guys. They all would invite us over there. Uh, I forget I forget the guy's name. And I, I even forget the one. What was the one on 33rd that was right near uh, Foley's? There was one right next door to Foley's, right? A strip club. I forget the name of it. Remember my the guys from Stern? They all went there all the time. Yeah. Yes, I do remember that one. I can't remember. Trying to look up the name because there's so many. <laughs> Didn't uh, I have the, Ricks, right? I, I, yeah, Ricks, Cabaret. I was friends with all those guys. But uh, also, do you remember when every day of our lives we'd drive uh, past the Bada Bang and I'd ask you if you wanted to go into the strip club? <laughs> well, everywhere we've worked, there's been one. Because then when we worked in New York and we're driving up the West Side Highway, we always passed the uh, the Hustler Club there. Oh, yeah. They still we're have the same two pictures. And just by the, they, the, the Meadowlands Studios, you got that other one, that other, like, st- uh, the shady one that I forget the name of right there. There's, like, right outside the exit to the stadium. Isn't it Sapphires? Stilettos. That's it. Stilettos. So, anyway, uh, do you remember uh, the really two a lot pictures? I've been working around uh, radio stations. Yeah. Do you remember the two pictures on the wall at the Hustler? They have the same two chicks, the one that has the cowboy hat on. Remember that one? They were always in the. Yep. They always had the two two giant posters on the wall. They're still the same two chicks. Like all these years later, you'd think they could like put out a new chick or something. <laughs> They've had the same two out there forever. I mean, I want to add some variety when I'm driving by. It's so unbelievable too. It's right on the West Side Highway. It's right on the busiest road in New York City. Besides the FDR, the West Side Highway is the busiest road, right? Bar none. And uh, it's right on there. It's like the most, the people there in the city just, they have to hate it. I mean, anyone that lives over there has to just absolutely hate that. Having a hustler club right there. I think it's fantastic. A Michigan woman glues her eye shut after mistaking nail glue bottle for eye drops. I love that story. She glued her eyes shut with the Gorilla Glue. And you're just doomed at that point. 
What are you going to do when your eyes are glued shut? You are screwed. What is wrong with people? Learn to read labels between the hairspray gorilla glue thing, the, the eye drops glue thing. Like, why do people just have glue laying around all over the place? They can just grab and do things with and get, you know, your eyelids sewn shut or your hair knotted up for, you know, three years. I don't have, uh, I don't use glue for anything. Right. Who is like super glue just laying out like that? I just, I have no time for like, like glue projects. You know what I mean? A man made $650,000 despite not showing up for work in 15 years. I mean, what? That is a great deal. The guy had a great job. He just kept getting paid for 15 years, $650,000. What a deal. What kind of job did this guy have? A woman was cut in the head after a turtle crashed through her windshield mafia. That is fantastic. A flying turtle through the woman's windshield and smashes her head in and cuts it. How, that did, is just... how did it come through the windshield? Was it like tossed like a frisbee? Like, what the heck's going on? Where are these flying turtles in Mario? Maybe a kid threw the turtle off a bridge. You know, like they throw bricks at car windows. Now they're throwing turtles. And I just think that is a fantastic story. I mean, it just it made my day. We're going to talk to Bob Sansevier from Minneapolis, St. Paul, about everything going on with their crappy teams. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody's got an opinion. Go ahead. Ask them. But only a few have an opinion informed by expert analysis and experience. It's called trust. It's why we're here for you. Keep it here and get the edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. My buddy's a fan of yours in Vancouver, Canada, so if he hears you crystal clear, I thought I'd let you know that. Time after time, I sit and I wait for your call. All right, Pharrell on the bench with Mafia. Uh, Tatis coming up for the Padres. 2-1 Padres over the Dodgers. Top of the fifth, two outs, nobody on. At Chavez Ravine. Uh, Bob Sansevier is our good buddy from the St. Paul Pioneer Press and the uh, BS Podcast. Bob Sansevier back on the bench in the biggest way possible. How you doing, Bob? Scott, I'm doing great. It's great hearing you, your voice again. My man. So, uh, Not that I don't likewise. hear it on the radio. I mean, you know, talking to me. <laughs> yeah. So it's great to have you back on, buddy. Uh, listen, I have to ask you. I, I thought that... Uh, J.A. Happ was uh, just terrible with the Yankees. Uh, I mean, maybe not. Maybe that. Maybe that's a little harsh. But uh, it didn't. It didn't work out. Whatever, and he moved on. And I think the same thing with the big Maple and all the others. 
But uh, maybe they could have used him now because the Yankees have been so awful to start the season. But how about this guy, Hap, tonight? He almost had a no-hitter for the Twins, and they beat the Pirates 2-0. He lost it in the eighth. Yeah, and, you know, and he pushed the ZRA down to, to one six nine. I mean, see, there's his opportunities. He's pitched well for them. And, you know, around here, it's, it's odd because, you know, you've been, you know, you know markets, and right now, People were all excited about the Twins when the season started. Then they lose, um, right now, what is it, 9 of 11 that they wound up losing. They had the three games postponed because of COVID. And people are getting on them. And it's too early to, to throw in the towel on this team, particularly when you've got – I think the biggest problem is that they've made too many mistakes in games. And I think that'll straighten itself out if Donaldson can stay healthy. And Byron Buxton – could put together an MVP season for this team. He has been terrific, and it goes back to the old when you're 27 is when you see the best from a guy, and that's what he is now. And Buxton, earlier in the year, I mean, he was lighting up and still, you know, he's batting well over 400. He could have a sensational season for them. And, you know, it is in the midst of one already. Yeah, no doubt about it. By the way, uh, Tatis just homered off at a second deck. Uh, in left field for the Dodgers off of uh, Kershaw. So the Padres are up 3-1 to one now. Tatis, with his bad labrum and all, just hit a bomb off Kershaw. And then to, to boot, he was like, he ran around the bases really slow. And then at each base, he literally stopped and did like a stutter step dance before he touched the bag. So, I mean, that kind of stuff right there will start a fight. Uh, when you do the insulting him on the base pass jog around the track, I got to tell you. Uh, but, you know, it's funny to me, uh, the Twins, Bob, I actually thought that uh, I can't believe they're not winning and the Yankees because I thought the Twins, you know, last year were unbelievable the way they hit the long ball. I love Nelson Cruz. Uh, this team was loaded. They had the big bats. I mean, what the hell's happened? Yeah, but again, they're going to be fine. I think some of the problem was they've had, and starting with the you know the season opener, it was a bad you know mental errors have hurt this team. Errors in the field have hurt this team. They're going to straighten this out. Rocco is too good of a manager, and there's too much talent with Donaldson in that lineup to for them not to start hitting. Despite the fact they went what 16 innings or more without a, a run over the last uh, several games, they're going to be fine. I just think it's uh, it's obviously. I mean, the other day they were sitting the second-worst record in baseball, but I think they're going to pull out of it because there's too much talent on this team not to pull out of it. Yeah, I can't even I can't even believe it. Like, when you see what's happened here in New York with the Yankees, I mean, I don't know if you care at all, but, like, I like Nelson Cruz. I think he's a badass. I like Buxton. I like guys that they have on that Twins team. And uh, I'm, like, when I see them struggling – I'm like, wow, I can't believe it. What do you think when you see what's going on here in New York with the Yankees? Same thing? Well, there's an awful lot of – when that team – well, both teams. When both teams are healthy, there's an awful lot of power on the Yankees and there's an awful lot of talent on the Twins. I mean, I think both of those teams will be all right. Again, like I said earlier, we you can't fall into – worrying about the team this early in the season when you know the kind of talent that is there. Because both of these teams have talent. And you know the Yankees much better than I do, but they, uh, I mean, they could, they could just, they get everything going. They're hit, they could hit the heck out of the ball, and the Twins could do the same thing. I mean, their top three hitters are all batting over 300, and, 
And Donaldson has had a short season because of, you know, the uh, he was hurt for a number of games. But he's hitting pretty good right now that he's back. We just have to wait. And I think they're going to be fine. I think you know better about the, whether the Yankees will be fine, but I think the Twins are going to be fine. Do you think Donaldson can ever stay healthy? I mean, that guy, he breaks like a toy. Uh that's the big problem with him. He does get hurt very easily. And the other thing, the one they really have to worry about is Buxton, though. And before he went a little wacky, I had uh, I know some of the people that work with Mike Lindell, you know, the My Pillow guy. I said if right. he's a hero in Minnesota, come up with a outfield wall made of his pillow material, so that when Buxton <laughs> runs into it, he doesn't break <laughs> something. So that guy, I have to say, like. What the f is going on with that guy? Not not Buxton, but the the pillow guy. What's with? The, I know, but what's what's with that guy? Like <laughs> he uh, he remember several times he's mentioned. If well, for instance, if you didn't watch his video, it would mean the end of times. He's come up with that a few times. He's just he's he he's loopy. I don't know how else to put it. You know, it's uh, he's. He, <laughs> He seems like a good guy. He makes a good pillow, but he's out there. <laughs> Did you see him? Like I saw him coming in and out of the White House. He was like he was friends with Trump. Like I'm like something. Well, now it's now it's getting shady when the pillow guy's at the White House. Oh my God! Well, the last time he, if you, if you followed it, the last time he was at the White House, he went there to tell Trump that he had two people in the uh, you know in his administration that he had to get rid of. One of them was in the room with him when he said it. And the other one, <laughs> the guy in the room took him to the other one. And then they ushered him out. So I think Trump's cutting ties or has cut him already. But again, the man can make a pillow. But is, isn't he like filthy rich? Uh, you know, I wonder about just how rich he is. Because he has <laughs> some layoffs over the last <laughs> So I don't know. I mean... It's like with Trump, every you know, is he a billionaire? I don't, I have no idea. I don't think so. No, you know, everybody it, wants to think they're filthy rich. Yeah, he's broke just, and I'm he's never paid. Minnesota, he doesn't own it. What's that? I said Trump's broke and he's never paid taxes. Yeah, that's an interesting way to get it done. But see, this guy here's the scary thing in Minnesota he wants it. Mike Lindell wants to run for governor. Oh, and God. There are people in the what? Republican Party goofy enough to support him. I don't get it. How about the uh, I, I just I'd be remiss if I didn't say it. How about all the the crazy stuff that's been going on uh, in Minneapolis? I mean, it's just crazy. That trial uh, Chauvin and, and everything else. I mean, uh, you know, the the right kid. I can't even get over what's happened in your in your city. It's just surreal. No, it is surreal. And what happened with uh, Derek Chauvin, the guy was, I mean, he was sadistic. If you saw the video, I'm sure you did. At some point, he had to know he was, he had his knee on a limp body. Because you could see the life go out of George Floyd. And the, the right thing happened that he, he was convicted of those charges. It'll probably want when the when the judge sentences, he'll sentence on the worst of the charges, but he also can add on years. I don't.
imagine he's going to get less than 20 to 30, maybe even 40 years. He's going to go away for the rest of his life. I hope, though, here's my fear, is that when the appeal is made, and there will be an appeal, that people don't get upset that he's not just accepting his fate and is trying to appeal. Because it doesn't, unfortunately, it doesn't take much for people to want to not protest, but to protest violently or riot. It's a, this country's a powder keg. And the thing with Dante Wright, I don't understand, and I, I cannot get my mind around the fact that a 26-year veteran would pull her gun when she meant to pull her taser. I wonder, and this has not come out, but I wonder if she's ever pulled her gun before in 26 years. It's hard to believe that she would have. Yeah, that's a great point, Bob, because, I, I you know, you may very well. I never thought of that. I bet, I bet money, you're right, that she never had to pull her gun before and that – and then maybe she did that, but it was crazy. That whole thing was crazy. She's like, taser, taser, and then she shoots him. I just couldn't even believe it. Uh, and I just, I, I've been How do you fascinated. not know you're holding a gun? Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's fascinating to me, everything that's happened. I think the case, I watched that trial from the jump, and I watched every minute of it, and I watched the verdict, and and because I thought, you know, society would have burned to the ground uh, Rome is falling. I thought for sure if if that guy got off. I never thought he was going to get off, though. I thought he was doomed from the jump. But uh, when we come back, I want to talk to Bob about uh, Mafia, the Wild, and the T-Wolves, and the Vikings in the draft uh, next Thursday and see what they're going to do, uh, all things being equal. So we still have to talk about the Wild. The Wild played great at home. Uh, I don't think they're very good uh, as, as much as on the road. And then uh, the T-Wolves have been a disaster, but they won one the other night, uh, and I thought they did a great job there. Big win on the road. And so uh, we'll see what the Vikings are going to do in the NFL draft. Bob Sansevier is with us. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Sports Grid is available on the radio, internet, TV, satellite, and don't forget our mobile app. So if you're not getting it, you're just not trying. Keep it right here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, Pharrell on the bench with Mafia, and it's a pain free Friday. We're talking to Bob Sansevier. Uh, in Minneapolis with the St. Paul Pioneer Press and the BS Podcast. Um, so, Bob, I have to I keep people updated. We're on in San Diego and, and L.A. on Mightier 1090. So uh, it's still 3-1. Machado's up. Uh, nobody on. Nobody out. Top of the six. Padres lead by two runs. Tatis made it a two-run lead with a home run to left. Uh, and this is game two. Padres won last night the first game of the four-game series. This has been Kershaw and Darvish all night tonight at Chavez Ravine. So, Bob, uh, let me ask you about the Wild. First of all, they've won five in a row. I was talking about them 
uh, last night. I was talking to David Shane of the uh, Review Journal in Vegas, covers the Knights. And uh, I was talking about, he mentioned how tough the Wild are. And I said, you know, I think the Wild are a really good uh, home team. I think that they've been uh, dominant in their building, the XL 17 and four, whatever. And then I said, I think they're okay. I mean, three games over 500 on the road. I'm not going to say they're not good. I think they're a solid team. Uh, they certainly, um, you know, plus 23 in goal differential. They've uh, won seven of 10. Problem is Vegas and Colorado are better. They are, but, you know, this is also – Minnesota is fortunate in that they have four really good, relatively young players. Justin Jefferson with the Vikings. You got Byron Buxton we talked about with the Twins. Carl Anthony Towns with the Wolves. And Kirill Kaprizov is a superstar. And if once they get a little bit more talent, maybe a, a little more speed at, from a center with him, they're going to be even better. You know, I mean, they're up 2-1 right now. You mentioned L.A. on the Kings. Uh, at the end of two, and he's got both goals. He's sensational, this kid. I think he's 19 and 19, 19 goals, 19 assists this year. And he is just going to get better and better. And I talked to Lou Nanny about him, and he did not say that he's the next Wayne Gretzky, but he said he's the type of a guy who can make every player around him better the way Gretzky did. Because, you know, the point he made is Gretzky had some line mates that, you know, they'd wind up with 30 goals. And, you know, in a regular year, if they didn't have them, they may not even get that many uh, anywhere. They won't get anywhere near that. And this is what this kid could do, make everyone around him better. So it, it's a team that's got some good talent. Even their fourth line's got Zach Parisi on it. And Benino. I mean, that's a pretty good fourth line they got going, too. Yeah, there's no doubt. I, I like uh, Zach. I've known him for a long time. And, um I certainly remember Benino uh, from his uh, run with the Penguins winning the Stanley Cup. So I like him a lot, too. And uh, Mafia remembers Zuck, Zuccarello, uh, played with the Rangers. Fiala's tough. Uh, he's got a lot of goals. Uh, the one thing, I love uh, the kid that you're talking about, Kebersoff. Uh He's got six power play goals, I think, something like that. And he's... He's been great with special teams. He's been lighting it up, scoring tons of goals. There's no doubt about it. You're right. They're up 2-1 after 2 or whatever in uh, on the road in L.A. at Staples. So yep. uh, proving me uh, wrong that they're, be I guess, better than their record indicates on the road. We'll see what they do against those heavyweights uh, in the playoffs. That's for sure. So I was talking about the, uh, the T-Wolves, and, and they dedicated the game ball the other night to the Floyd family. Uh, with everything that went down and the verdict, the Chauvin verdict, and, and the uh, celebratory uh, state of affairs in Minneapolis with the Floyds and with, uh, you know, everyone, the whole city, uh, particularly the black community, uh, and certainly a, a tough time for the cops in uh, this country and certainly in Minneapolis. And that judge, I feel like if he doesn't sentence that guy to a lengthy prison stay uh he'll have his own problems on his hands and i mean it happens all over the country now these judges get uh threatened and killed and everything else the, the one in jersey they came to kill her they killed her whole family uh i feel sorry for anyone in those types of uh, situations it's crazy but i like seeing the t-wolves a uh, 
taking over that game in Sacramento and winning that game when they've just struggled to win any games at all. But to see Edwards and to see Towns playing well together, do you feel like that there's any light at the end of the tunnel because of Edwards adding him with Towns that they could turn this thing around and be a good team one of these days? Well, see, this year I don't think is really indicative of how good Towns can be. I mean, take a look at his family situation. He lost his mom to COVID. And he lost about, I think, five other family members to COVID. It's horrible what happened to his family. I mean, here's a guy, I was saying it early in the season, he should have, you know, a lot of players opted out for football. He should have opted out and take time for himself and be with other family members because he even talked about when the season started that his mind wasn't really on basketball. And as time, you know, as the season goes on, maybe he's getting more into the game. But I really feel for this guy. I mean, what – he emotionally is, is going through. So I don't think we're really going to see, uh, again, how good he has been, how good he can be this year. And Edwards is, I mean, he's, he's going to be a, a really good player. I mean, he's a dynamic when he dunks the ball. He's got to work on the rest of his shooting game. But the one that I really wonder about is the coach, Chris Finch. Why would you – it's so rare for a guy to leave another team to take over as a head coach they should have just named an interim because there's no excitement going into next year with Finch as your coach. And the other thing with the new ownership that A-Rod's going to be involved in, I can't imagine they're going to want Finch around. They probably have someone in mind already when they take over the team, fully take it over in a couple of years. So what, uh, like, explain what happened to me. Uh, so how did Finch end up in that gig? I mean, I know, I know, they, I know they made the change, but how, why him? Because he's a he he worked with Gerson Rosas in uh, in Houston, and they were I assume they must have a good relationship. And it's the guy that he wanted to run the team. You know, when you're the GM, you want to have a guy there you know and you trust, and that's how he wound up being the uh, you know the coach here. But I, I just it's still baffling to me why what was the rush for Finch to want to take over an abysmal team when he did, and they're still abysmal. I mean, it's the record that they haven't gotten much better than his coach, and he. I would have wanted to start fresh. I just it baffles me. Why would you want to take this over? Let some somebody else be the interim and complete a lousy season. <laughs> I love Sansom here. So what did uh, what did uh, well? The bottom line is is that I, I heard a Rod can't call the shots till. Uh, 23, the Taylor's still in charge, whatever that means. He yeah. sold him the team, but he's still in charge. So he maybe is. they, w- what? Well, he is in charge, but I can't imagine that A-Rod and his partner are not going to be, you know, pushing their own agenda, even if they're minority partners. It, it's just, I, I don't know why it's taken two years. They don't need to learn about basketball over two years. Plenty of NBA owners and owners in every sport don't know a thing about the sport that they own, yet they're still in charge. That's There's right. got to be some reason why they're delaying this. And I do think cause a lot of people think, oh, they're going to move the team. Glenn Taylor is a very smart businessman. Some of his basketball decisions you can certainly question. But I'm sure what's going to happen is he is going to retain a minority interest in this team when A-Rod uh, takes over and uh, – and his, and his partner, and I think what he'll do is have language that says no team, the team cannot be moved unless it is a unanimous vote 
by all majority and minority owners. Right. The team's not going to go right. anywhere for people thinking the Wolves. And also, if you're the NBA, you want the big money for a new franchise. You don't want to just uh, you know let a team move. You want to take it, rake in the, the absurd amount of money they can get for a expansion team. Yeah, I don't uh, envision ever uh, at this point any inkling of them leaving Minneapolis at all. I don't think that um, I don't think Silver will let it happen. I don't think the Board of Governors will let it happen. I don't think the other owners want that to happen. I don't even think A-Rod wants that to happen or his new partner. I just know, I'm sure when he sold the team, originally the, the talk about big ticket was they would never move the team, that that's part of the deal. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, and let me ask you about, uh, and first yeah. of all, you're right about you're right about owners because like half of the owners of these English Premier League teams that are American, and they don't know anything about football and uh, the fans hate their guts and it doesn't matter. They're businessmen. They're, they're multi, they're billionaires. They don't, they don't care about anything. They, they, they're, they own franchises to make money and to get those TV rights and, and everything else that goes with it. All right. So tell me, I just got a couple of minutes. Tell me what the Vikings are up to uh, with their $90 million quarterback that never gets it done. Well, they're not going to have a line for me this year. <laughs> Which, I mean, Orlando Brown Jr., there was thought, well, maybe they can get him. This is, here's what the good teams do, and the Chiefs are certainly a good team. They find a way to make sure that they have the players they need. They've revamped their offensive line completely. Not a single starter from last year, for the, from the start of the season, will start on that line. And Brown is a guy that, you know, a lot of people out here thought, oh, the Vikings have to get him. They're not going to get him. What I think they should do is if one of them drops, and when I say one of them, I don't think Waddle's going to be there, but if Jamar Chase or Devonta Smith somehow go to 14, take one of them and just have an arsenal for Cousins to throw to with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook. I mean, they would have the best skill position receivers in the league when you're looking at wide receivers and, and put the running back in there too and just have a lot of quick passing and do what you can with the line because if you're Mike Zimmer, you've got to know – that this could be your last year if you don't have success. So I, I don't think he is thinking uh, like if a Trey Lance drops to that 14th spot. I think he wants a guy that can help him win now, and no one can help him win now like one of those wide receivers because I don't think there's going to be a tackle uh, that they can take at 14 that is going to be an instant starter. It would not surprise me with knowing Spielman doesn't have a second-round pick if he traded – uh, traded down and, you know, for another first-round pick, 10 picks later to get a second-round pick if someone's desperate for that 14th. Because he loves getting a lot of picks. It's like you're throwing up at the wall and maybe some of it sticks. Are they going to get another quarterback uh, for the future? Or are they just going to stick with what they got? Well, again, I think they'll take one in the later rounds. There's a lot of talk that Trey Lance will be there at 14. But if you're Mike Zimmer, I don't think you're thinking beyond this year because you need to win. Now, Spielman may be thinking beyond this year. I don't think he should, but I think he's got the wills convinced that he's the right guy to be their GM. So he may not be on the kind of hot seat that Mike Zimmer is. Problem with the Wills is they don't live in Minnesota. They're Jersey guys. So, I mean, that's uh, they come out here occasionally, but they're not here all the time. They don't hear the ruckus that's made by the fans when they get upset about things. They just fly in mostly for games and come in different parts of the year. So I don't think they really have a sense of what this 
um, you know, what their fan base is thinking and maybe really what they really need. They should have never extended Cousins the way they did. But that's the option they're working with. So it's uh, – and he's not he, – a lot of some people like him. Most people just wish that they could move on to someone else. <laughs> I think he's awful, but what do I know? I, I just think he's the most overpaid quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Bob, I love you. It's great uh, catching up. We got to get you on the TV side. We'll get you on uh, Sports Grid coast to coast one afternoon. Hopefully, we can get, uh, slide you in there. Well, that'd be it's great. great I'm not up. as pretty as you, but I appreciate the offer. Hey, listen, I'm old and ugly. Uh, let's hook up. Actually, I'm pretty as a girl, but don't tell anybody. Uh, Bob, always good catching up, my man. All the best. Take care. We'll get you on the TV side soon. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Such a badass. He just absolutely is a monster in the block. I just want to feel my burger finger up. You're so money and you don't even know it. All right, so uh, the Nuggets are uh, getting the business from the Warriors. Uh, the Dubs are up 90-77. to 77. Oubre just had an easy bucket all by himself underneath the lid. He's got the best due in the league. The Grizzlies lead the Blazers in a great game, 111-110 at the Moda in Rip City. They're up one with 7.48 left. There's nine and a half minutes left in a Warriors game, by the way. And I told you the Hawks beat the Heat. Nets beat the Celtics, didn't cover. Hornets covered, beat the Cavs. Clippers didn't cover, beat the Rockets. Wizards did cover, beat the Thunder by 20 as far as those hockey games. The Wild up 2-1 in the third in L.A. against the Kings. Sabres 6-4 over the Bruins. Rangers 4-1 over the Flyers. Predators 3-1 over the Blackhawks. Flames 4-2 over the Canadians. As far as baseball, the Padres still lead the Dodgers. Darvish is still on the mound. 3-1. San Diego leads bottom six, one out. Phillies and Rockies 4-4 at Coors in the ninth. Giants 5-1 over the Marlins in the 8th. The Yankees won again. Back-to-back. Imagine that. They beat the Indians, who they always beat. They have more wins on the road in Cleveland than any team has ever done in baseball. 5-3, they beat them. Red Sox 6-5 over the Mariners. Twins 2-0. Half a big game against the Pirates. Cubs today 15-2 all over the Brewers. A's 3-1 over the Orioles. Royals, Tigers. It was Kansas City 6-2. Blue Jays 5-3 over the Rays. Mets 6-0 over the Nats. DeGrom 15 Ks. Unbelievable. Braves 5-4 over the Diamondbacks. Astros in 10-5-4 over the Angels. White Sox 9-7 over the Rangers. And the Cardinals 5-4 over the Reds. I hit so many baseball games today. Make your head spin. All my picks will be at Pharrell on a bench.com. I know I forgot to get into the UFC. We ran out of time. All of his 261 picks will be on Pharrellonavents.com as well. I know the three title fights going to be kick-ass. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday on Coast to Coast at 4 East. Good night.